In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Jeremiah chapter 10, verses 1 through 10, where I'll ask the question, what is the way of the nations? Jeremiah 10, verses 1 through 10 says, Hear the word that the Lord speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, learn not the way of the nations, nor be dismayed at the signs of the heavens, because the nations are dismayed at them. For the customs of the peoples are vanity. A tree from the forest is cut down and worked with an axe by the hand of a craftsman. They decorate it with silver and gold. They fasten it with hammer and nails so that it cannot move. Their idols are like scarecrows in a cucumber field, and they cannot speak. They have to be carried, for they cannot walk. Do not be afraid of them, for they cannot do evil. Neither is it in them to do good. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might. Who would not fear you, O king of the nations? For this is your due, for among all the wise ones of the nations, and in all their kingdoms there is none like you. They are both stupid and foolish. The instruction of idols is but wood. Beaten silver is brought up from Tarshish, and gold from Uphaz. They are the work of the craftsmen, and the hands of the goldsmith. Their clothing is violet and purple. They are all the work of skilled men, but the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. At his wrath, the earth quakes and the nations cannot endure his indignation. Jeremiah speaks about the idolatry of the nations. He speaks about them and explains that the Lord, the God of Israel, the God who has revealed himself through his covenant people, he is the one true God, and any other pretender to the throne is just an idol. It is ultimately nothing, something that has been slapped together. And here is the deal. The nations would prefer the idol, the created thing, the thing that they themselves have made because they can control it. They have power over it. And ultimately, the way of the nations is to trust in that which is limited and small and controllable rather than trusting in the almighty creator of the universe. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Jeremiah 10 verses 1 through 10 answering the question, what is the way of the nations? Thought number one, idolatry. The nations are always prone to idolatry. They're always prone to worship that which is created rather than the creator of all things. And this is something that you can see throughout the text of the Old and New Testaments, but you can also see it played out in everyday life here and now. You can see that the world is always setting up and creating idols for themselves, these things to be worshiped that really innately have no power or significance and they want to worship that rather than the creator of all things. Idolatry is rooted in the heart of man. We are continually seeking to worship the creation rather than the creator. And this is the way of the nations to set up a false god and worship it. Because we're created to worship, we're almost automatically going to worship something. And what we should be worshiping is the one who has made us. But because we do not want to be subject to him, we create false gods to worship. Thought number two, trust in kings. So maybe you're not setting up a idol of wood or stone to worship, but you might be worshiping something that is a little less overtly idolatrous, like the power of the king like the power of political authority or influence, social standing, 
or some other such thing. And this is also the way of the nations. The way of the nations is to set up a king. And isn't this the great temptation that the people of Israel face? What is the problem? They wanted a king like the nations around them. Well, God was supposed to be their king. He was supposed to be the one that they were worshiping and the one who would rule over them, but they didn't want that. What they wanted was an earthly king. And ultimately, this is exactly what the Lord gives them. He gives them an earthly king by having these godless nations rise up and conquer them. And once they are conquered, they have the king that they had desired. It's a king that oppresses them, that takes away all of the blessings that God had granted them. And this is something that goes along with the way of the nations. The way of the nations is to trust in kings rather than God. And it is foolishness to do so. Thought number three, rejection of God. Ultimately, the way of nations is to reject God. And this is what we see in the people of Israel. They have been given this great understanding, this great indication of who God is and how he would have people behave in the world he has made. And yet, even though they've received this great blessing, they prefer to look like the nations around them. They prefer to worship the idols of wood and stone rather than the almighty creator of the universe. They prefer to worship their kings and queens that they have set over themselves instead of worshiping the almighty God. The way of the nations is ultimately to reject God in favor of the lesser authority. And I think this is easy for us to understand when we see that the lesser authority is one over which we may have some sort of sway. You see, at the end of the day, I cannot tell God anything. I can't control him in any way, shape, or form. Isn't that the message of Job? At the end, God has ultimate authority because I don't like that, because I'm uncomfortable with that fact. And so are you. Our inclination is the ultimate rejection of God. And this is the way of the nations. So we must fight against this and recognize that the Lord who has made us has ultimate authority over us. We ought not reject him, but instead worship him and subject ourselves deliberately to him, knowing that he has made us. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Jeremiah chapter 7 through 11. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.